You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox. Good to have you here on a Monday. It is July 12th. Appreciate you joining me. Um, okay, TCU football coaching staff, duly noted. I will, uh, I'll stop talking about that 2022 recruiting class for a moment. I will talk about them today, but if you join me on Friday and if you want to go back and listen to Friday's episode, you can. I was uh, coming off the heels of Chase Biddle uh, deciding to choose SMU, and Chase Biddle is a four-star safety prospect for the 2022 class. It was a miss by the Frogs. He goes ahead and goes to SMU. There were a lot of folks that thought he might choose to uh, go play in Fort Worth. He's at Garland High School there, so he's a local Metroplex kid. And it, it felt like there was no real momentum for this 2022 class at that moment. I said, hey, is it time to start worrying? Is it time to start panicking? Even though it's only July, that there's not more commits coming, that the uh, wheels haven't really started turning yet. Well, over the weekend, first, they land uh, Joseph Adire, a defensive lineman from Mansfield Summit. He's 6'3", 250 pounds. He's the second defensive line commit in the class, joining Trayvon McAlpine. And, uh, I mean, Joseph had some impressive offers. Michigan, Georgia Tech, Cal Northwestern, Arizona, LSU, Oregon, Mississippi State. He visited the Frogs um, on June 1st. And with that commitment, the, the team jumped up from the 80th spot in the recruiting rankings on 247 to 72nd. So it was a, a nice piece, you know. Nadire. Um, he's a, a pretty highly rated recruit out of Mansfield Summit at that defensive line spot. He's got good size at 6'3", 250. I was like, okay, that's great. You know, good good uh, bounce back from what was a, a tough end of the week. And then the big commit came, I believe it was uh, late Saturday. Diarco Perkins McAllister committed to TCU he is a safety out of Andy and uh, the two teams that were really in on him besides TCU were Michigan and Tennessee he collected nearly 40 offers during the recruiting process including LSU Florida State Kentucky Texas Florida Georgia Ole Miss Miami and Michigan State all this information by the way coming to you from our, our friends at Horn Frog Blitz um, 247 Sports Jeremy Clark had some good write-ups on both these guys so Perkins McAllister is a four-star safety out of Nashville um, coming in this 2022 class. He jumped them from ninth place in the Big 12 on 247 Sports to seventh place in the Big 12. So bottom line is you get two guys committed. You uh, really improve your class over the weekend. And maybe now the chips will start to fall a little bit. Things will start to fall into place more. Uh, and these things can change quickly. And there's always another target. I think it's encouraging that the coaching staff was able to kind of scramble here. They probably wouldn't consider it scrambling. But when the chips were down a little bit, I guess, so to speak, and it looked kind of bleak, 
they were able to get some commits from a couple of guys who appear to be really good players. So kudos to them. And I think you have to feel better today than you did on Friday um, coming into, you know, the end of the summer as we barrel towards August and the season starts and there will be less sort of happening on the recruiting trail. So a nice weekend for TCU football, getting Joseph Adire from uh, Mansfield Summit defensive lineman and then safety, Diarco Perkins McAllister. He's listed as a safety. He's apparently played safety and corner in high school, so there might be some position flex there. We'll see kind of where he goes. But he's a highly rated guy and puts TCU in a much better position after what felt like uh, a tough couple days on the recruiting trail. I also want to discuss this in this first segment. Um, I, I never really got to unpack. Last week, I played some uh, uh, Gary Patterson's interview that he did on the Matt Mosley show with myself and Matt Mosley. If you want to go back, you can listen to that as well. And I never really got to sort of unpack some things that he touched on. He's going to speak again at Media Days this, this week. But I did want to mention... One one player that he brought up that sort of caught my eye was uh, wide receiver Quincy Brown. And Quincy was signed as part of the 2021 class, but he's technically a 2020 graduate. He was committed to Mississippi State, and then he decommitted. He did not end up playing anywhere last year. Had some off the field, it appears like maybe some grade issues going on there. But Gary said this is another guy they can go vertical with. That size stands out at you. He's a little slender, but get him in a weight room and you think that that'll kind of take care of itself. Point being, this receiving group has the potential to be really, really deep. Quentin Johnston, Savion Williams, J.D. Spielman, Tay Barber. You throw Quincy Brown in the mix. That could be a salty group. That's a group that you feel pretty good about making the plays if you can protect up front. And, I mean, I remember when he signed, and it was a big surprise, and then I kind of forgot about him. I didn't feel like I heard a lot about him during spring ball. But apparently Quincy Brown made some impressions on the TCU coaching staff, which is welcome and good news for TCU football fans. As I said, later this week, Media Days is going to be going on. We'll hear from Gary Patterson in a long-form kind of press conference environment for the first time in a while. But, yeah, watch out for Quincy Brown. This offense has the potential to be really dynamic. You have to put it together. You have to be able to block up front. But uh, I think there is sort of a, a pretty dry powder keg there that could explode in a big way if things break right. Coming back uh, from break, I, I want to just hit some assorted news and notes from around TCU Athletics. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about one of our new sponsors, Made In. Um, I was actually talking about this the other day. You know, cooking is one of those things that is very dependent on your facilities. I mean, you can be a great cook, a great chef, but if you don't have the right cookware, it's really difficult to make quality, um, delicious seasoned food. If you're serious about cooking should invest in cooking tools made in has cookware and kitchenware products that are used by thousands of the world's best chefs they have quality and craftsmanship that's important to you 
Check out Made In. Made In is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs uh, to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. Right now, Made In is offering listeners 15% off your first order with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to MadeInCookware.com backslash locked on and use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. Again, that's madeincookware.com and then use that backslash locked on. Use the promo code locked on to get 15% off your first order. Back here on Locked on Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm going to kind of bounce around here. I want to touch on a few things. First off, congratulations to Jamie Dixon and Mike Miles. Jamie Dixon was the coach and Mike Miles was the point guard. On the uh, USA team that won the FIBA U19 International Tournament. Really cool honor. And Miles played really, really well. Um, most of these games were blowouts. Mike started every game. But the semifinals and the finals were actually really close. Team USA beat Canada 92-86 to on Saturday. And in that game, Mike Miles had 15 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, only 1 turnover. And then uh, in the championship game against France, which Team USA won 83-81, pretty tight game there. Miles had 11 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 0 turnovers, 4 steals, and he started that one as well. I did not watch every game in this tournament, but I did watch the semifinals and the finals today. And one thing that stood out to me was Mike just looked in like he was in such control. And you saw those turnover numbers in the two biggest games in the tournament. Only one turnover combined. Uh, turned over once against Canada, but zero times against France in that championship game. And he was just fantastic. Like, leading the offense. Had a really good feel for the game. Seemed to understand when it was time for him to take over. When it was time for him to uh, be a distributor and make plays. Passing the ball. Now... He's one of the older guys on this team. A lot of these players are incoming freshmen. Uh, one of them, Chet Holmgren, is the number one prospect in the country. He's going to Gonzaga. He'll be on campus this fall and then will play for the Zags this upcoming winter. will most likely be a one-and-done guy. But great environment for uh, Mike Miles to learn and grow in. I mean, playing with some fantastic teammates, competing at the international level, and I imagine one of the reasons he started uh, was because he knows Jamie Dixon's offense really well. However, still a, a cool thing for him. And yeah, I'll give credit to Jamie Dixon. I, I was not and am still in some ways not super high on the uh, direction that CC basketball is going, even though I like a lot of the talented transfers he brought in this year. But I, I do believe he showed in this tournament that he's still a really good coach. Uh on paper, yeah. Obviously, USA is going to have probably the most talented team. However, a lot of these international teams um, grow up together, play together consistently. It's difficult to just take a group of guys, even if they're really talented, and throw them out there and be like, all right, well, hey, let's just roll the ball out there and make things happen. Um, it, it's not an easy thing to do. So congratulations to those two guys. And I'm really excited about Mike Miles' potential at a point guard this year for the Frogs. I think he's going to be a great, great player. 
Um, and that's one of the uh, things I'm, I'm most stoked about going into the next CCU Athletics year is watching Mike just go to work uh, at Shellemeyer Arena and on the road as well and direct and lead that offense and also be the efficient scorer that he is. A baseball note for you. Um, so Cademan Parker is one of the top recruits for TCU in this upcoming class. And baseball recruiting is really tricky because you want to get uh, good players, obviously. But some of the best players in the country, the best players in the country, are going to be up for the MLB draft. So you have to balance, like, is this guy going to get on campus? Well, Parker, Cademan Parker, who is mainly a pitcher. He's also played some middle infield. He was ranked as the number um, 62 prospect in ESPN's top 200 draft rankings. So, I mean, he was going to get drafted. Um, he came out on Twitter Saturday night and said, hey, after a lot of consideration, I'm going to withdraw my name from the MLB draft, and I plan on going to TCU. So you're still going to probably have to get over the hurdle. I don't know if that's enough to say to teams, let's not even waste a pick on him. We might see him go at some point in the Major League Baseball draft, and then he, he'll still have a decision to make. But all signs are pointing to him being uh, on campus and ready to go for next spring. So this week in rotation, I don't know yet if it's going to be really stable or not. I think Russell Smith is probably gone. I feel like he's a good enough uh, pitcher, good enough prospect that he'll go somewhere in the draft and he'll probably decide to go ahead and roll the dice and take that chance and uh, say, hey, I'm ready to go to the next level. I don't know about Austin Krobe. I mean, he's got I mean, he's got good stuff. Last time we saw him pitch was against McNeese State, and that was one of his best starts of the year. Uh, he has that nasty slider, that nasty wipeout breaking ball that goes down in the dirt and gets a lot of swings and misses. So I could definitely see someone drafting him. He was not on that list of the best 200 prospects, though. However, there's 20 rounds this year, and obviously if he gets picked, then he'll have a decision to make as far as what to do. But really exciting stuff that Cademan Parker is at least for now planning on coming to uh, TCU and playing with the Horn Frogs. That'll be a uh, good piece to add for Kirk Sarloos, brand new head coach. And it, it does seem like there's some newfound energy in in Fort Worth right now around the baseball program. I know it's super early. It might just kind of still be a new car smell type of thing. I, I think the players like Kirk a lot, though, and they're excited that it felt like people listened to them and hired the guy um, that was right there and had been working with the team already. Uh, we'll come back and wrap things up. Before we do that, though, I do want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious protein bar on the planet. Um, my eating schedule is really weird right now. It's just hard with a newborn, with you know as much as they need to be held, they need to be fed and rocked. I'm eating later than normal. Like right now I'm recording this about 9.20, haven't had dinner yet. But what I did do before I recorded this podcast was I grabbed a Built Bar. And it's tied me over really well. And I feel great. I feel like I have more energy. Built Bar has delicious flavors. German chocolate, peanut butter, lemon almond cheesecake, 
coconut brownie chunk. You know some of them. Go to BuiltBar.com today. Try some of these flavors. Use that promo code Locked On and get 20% off your next order. Again, that's BuiltBar, BuiltBar.com. Give it a try. Use that promo code Locked On. Get 20% off your next order. All right, final segment here for you on Locked On Horn Frogs. Um, I did want to mention something quickly, and if it doesn't matter to you or it doesn't really make sense, it's totally fine. But I made an announcement on Twitter last week that I was changing jobs, and I don't know if that raised some eyebrows, but some people asked me when I posted that, because I'm leaving the radio station I was at, and I'm uh, in, embarking on a new career in the mortgage industry. So naturally, some folks ask, hey, what does that mean for the podcast? Um, I'm planning on doing the podcast. I, I, yeah, that's my intention right now. I'm going to keep doing, it. I'm going to keep rolling with it. I'm actually pretty excited. I think, uh, you know, once I get settled, I'll actually have more time to cover, uh, different events, to be at more games, to gather some post-game audio that I can bring to the table. So nothing's really going to change on the pod. Uh, starting next week, we'll be back to Monday through Friday again, uh, this week, I think it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but starting next week, podcast will be Monday through Friday as we barrel towards football season. So subscribe, review, tell your friends, Locked on Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'll talk to you tomorrow.